Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. on the pitch actually we've got out here just to try to appraise it as against how it looked this morning it's a difficult picture to paint for for radio listeners but it's obviously drier um, there's grass on it still though a lot of um, areas have worn away to bearer patches I'd say um, but you you look at it and you'd think, wouldn't you, Goffey, that this would still be handy to bowl on? Absolutely. I mean, uh, you can imagine when you're a batsman and you go out there, you look down the pitch and you see it green, you see it bearing patches. You can understand why we've seen that extra bounce they had ball. You can see why we've had we can see why we've had a bit of uh, two two pace from some of the bowlers. Again, I thought England bowled magnificently tonight. I really did. I think Sam Curran was excellent. I thought Stuart Broad, especially, was the pick of the bowlers. And Jimmy Anderson does what he does well. He just the ball in the right areas tomorrow the ball's still hard there'll be a little bit there and the West Indies brilliant tonight but if they can get through another 10 overs in the morning oh England are really really behind it but I tell you what you look at it I'm just thinking as a batsman now so it doesn't look frightening you accept the ball will do a bit it's the uneven bounce more than sideways movement the, the sideways movement you can bat, bat against the uneven bounce you can't yeah, spot on. I mean, there's, you expect at the ice level, top-class bowlers, test bowlers, to get a little bit of movement, whether it be through the air or whether it be off the pitch. So you would expect that. But when it starts at 90 miles an hour, being a little bit two-paced and a little bit uneven, that's when it becomes really, really difficult. And like I said, the West Indies, that first hour when they bowled this morning, I didn't think they got it absolutely spot on. But the way they came out after lunch was excellent. Absolutely spot on. Moeen Ali had a little bit of a counter, uh, which was good to see. Uh, but other than that, I think they got it spot on with, uh, well, having a ball on that first. One thing good toss to win. One thing West Indies did do, though, is bowl some dynamic stuff. I mean, there were some unplayable balls. England got a few of them. I heard Steve Harmison just talking now, and, and he made the very good point that it's very hard to blame England today. They've got on the wrong end of a game. This happens so often in cricket that you play poorly, you lose a match, and the next match things go against you. And, and that's where you have to show character. Joe Root mentioned that at the toss. Matt and, and Harmy are up there. Matt, this whole thing about 
character. Um, you know, you played in, in, in the most modern era of, of all of us and, and you understand some of these guys and how modern players think and how the game is so much more, um, if, if you like, attacking, adventurous, uh, there's less fear. But the consequence of that is that is that you don't have those grinders, those Alistair Cooks who can work for you in the way, in fairness, that that pair have this evening. Brathwaite and Campbell are 21 overs at the wicket, 30 runs, but they're still in. And that's mighty important in a test match like this. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you need to be able to... I think one of the big things for this England team and the England batsmen is they have to trust their defence. If you trust your defence, batting in test match cricket... You, you, you can set your stall out. You can set yourself, right, I'm, gonna, I'm not just going to bat for half an hour or an hour. You can set your stall out to bat sessions. Alistair Cook, a great example. He batted for a day, a day and a half. I think on this wicket, you know, England were in trouble early on. I agree with what you guys are saying. It was a, it was a great toss to win, let's be honest. Um, and Mark, you're spot on. It, it's always the way. You lose a game. You play badly, lose a game. Big toss to win and you're never, ever going to win it. Had to front up, um, you know, some tricky bowling, hostile bowling again. But the, the way, I mean, Joe Root's dismissal. There's not a great deal you can do. I mean, you could have be the most defensive batsman in the world, and and that's getting you out. So look, I I don't think England can be wholly to blame for for being old uh, bowled out today. Um, I actually thought at the start of the day, if they batted the whole day, it would have been a phenomenal effort. Um, but I think these West Indian batsmen again this evening showed what you can do. Okay, interesting, Matt. Um, Harmy, you, you talked a bit about the bowlers. I, I, I mean, I, a layman might say, listen, they bowled 21 overs and haven't taken a wicket. On a pitch, you're calling a green top with uneven bounce. They can't have bowled that well. What would you say to that? I just think the, the, the West Indian batsmen have played well and, and rolled their luck. I think when you, you look at what happened this morning uh, and you see you know, the dismissals, Burns didn't play in miss, he nicked his. Um, Denley put a, a horrible shot. And Campbell's come out in the same to, to Broad, and you pitched one up wide off stump, and he's had a real go, had a massive hack at it, and he's missed it. And I think yeah, the Westy, when your when your things aren't going for you, it just it just keeps not going for you. The toss, everything okay, that goes. So, so you're just saying it didn't go for the seamers. I, I just didn't think. I thought they put the ball in the right area. They just didn't have the look that probably the West Indies had this morning. For me, though, you know, one thing is, but we've got to give the West Indies credit tonight. They've come out had to face 21 overs, and England have not bowled badly at all. They've bowled absolutely superbly, and they could have. If we'd have been 30 for four there, now would it have surprised you? It wouldn't me because I thought England bowled beautifully. But what the West Indies did, what I don't think England did, they tried to stay disciplined. They knew it was difficult out there. They knew what the bowlers were trying to do, and they tried to stick to the own game plan. Other than the unbelievable attempt to trying to sweep. Stuart Broad because he had no fine leg I thought the West Indies discipline tonight um, was well, excellent yeah certainly Brathwaite I agree with that completely I would say Campbell was a bit of a mixture he wafted at a few and got lucky another day he'll nick them that brings a new batsman in changes the game look I'm not I mean we're sort of debating this for the sake of it actually we're going to get Johnny Burstow in just a moment I, he's literally I think a minute or two away so that'll be interesting um, we, it's been a pretty confusing day. I mean, we watched a lot of test match cricket, particularly that session this morning. I found, never mind confusing, quite close to bemusing because not a lot of it made sense. The way the ball behaved off the surface, the, the, the fact that England didn't play particularly badly, but the good balls got them out, you know, the, the ball, it was very hard to score. It was a very, very interesting day's cricket. It's been from 
top to toe and, and, and you look back over a long career, Goffey, I mean, you, Harmy, Matt, you've played so many test matches, but the game is as unpredictable now as it's ever been. We get so many results in test match cricket. It's, it's absolutely fascinating and, and, and they can be over in three days and have been fantastic games of cricket. Well, we've seen it all winter. We've seen some excellent test cricket. I was so excited in Sri Lanka. Every single test match, every single day were 300 runs scored, wickets taken, result in every test match. That's what people want to see. That's what the public want to see. But when we start, when we're losing, that's when they start questioning. Hang on a minute, we can't keep having players in the side who are trying to score at four and over, four and a half and over, and we're getting bowled out for 150 and 170 in matches. So it's both ways, isn't it? When you're winning, you don't mind the way England are playing, but when we're losing, we come in for some criticism. Look at the criticism England got after losing in Barbados. I have never seen so much hatred towards this England side after one defeat, after one defeat in Barbados. You guys? Yeah, I, I don't think it's a question of how quickly they're scoring. It's just the fact that they need to score bigger runs. You know, being bowled out 77, 187 today, England have to get back to thinking 400, 450 is actually the total they're after. I, I have a feeling that this England team think if they got 300 off 80 overs, that's job done. That, that's, a good, that's a good day for, this, for the batting lineup. And I, I don't think if you do want to, and England have said, Joe Root has said, they want to be the number one test team in the world. If you do, you need big, and particularly first innings, you need big first innings runs, and that is 400, 450 plus. And I agree, Mark, I agree with the, the thing that England need and that, that it's staring, it's blatantly staring you in the face that to get what Matt's saying is you've got to have a stable start. And at this minute in time, there's no chance England being anywhere near number one in the world when you're 20 for two consistently. And that's the problem that England have had for a number of months now. Uh, well, that's a very fair call, I have to say. I mean, we, we haven't probably dwelt on that. Um, you know, we're not really wanting to knock Burns, certainly not Denley in his first game, but I mean, I, th I think it's a very, very reasonable point. I tell you what, Goffey, we got it out of the way. There's a big plastic sheet just going, we go down here. We've got a, the covers are coming on and we're standing right in their way. So we're just going to wander down. David Lloyd's here with um, Ian Ward's interviewing uh, Johnny Besto right now. And uh, NASA's here with David Lloyd. So they're obviously going to do a summary of their own on Sky and we're alongside them waiting for, uh, for Johnny Besto. Um, He's here right now. Nice to see him. Looking particularly fit. Little handshakes. I haven't seen him yet, Johnny. Hello. How are you? Good, thanks. How was your flight? Flight was good, thank <laughs> you. Yeah. Come from South Africa. So went via London for a day. Is that interesting to you or should we move on? Very interesting, actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah cheeky chappy. Um, Johnny, uh, sum up the day if you can. Difficult day, confusing day in so many ways. Fascinating day. Exactly that. I think you've summed it up, to be honest with you. It was... Uh, Obviously tough this this morning. There was a, a pitch that was um, quite soft this morning. You could you could see it was uh, you could see it was soft. The, the studs were going in. The, the indentations that the ball was creating um, was was very evident. And uh, I thought they bowled well. There's obviously a, there's a patch in the in the pitch that um, I think you can see a different uh, different type of grass in it. And that, that's not far off where the the ball was uh, lifting from, just just shy of a length. So. That can create uh, some indecision because naturally if the ball's uh, lifting off just short of a length and some of them that are whistling past maybe your, maybe your nose, maybe your, your hips or wherever it may be, um, sliding consistently, then it can create uh, indecision elsewhere. Did you have a definite plan, Johnny, when you come in today? You look very set at the crease, you look comfortable at the crease. On a pitch, like I said, it was difficult to bat on 
early doors, winning the toss and bowling. And the odd one was coming through, as you said. Not many went low. I mean, it was mainly that bounce, wasn't it? But you came out in a positive attitude and you've you found a way to play on there. Was that the plan going out there? Um, yeah, I mean, you've got to try and find a, a way to play on uh, on every pitch you go out on. And I think my game plan, to be quite honest, was if it was on that good length outside off stump to not try and not go anywhere near it. Um, if it was short of that, then throw the kitchen sink at it. And if it was fuller than that, then not to uh, not to try and drive it too hard. That was that was my basic game plan. Just try and be as solid as I could in defence, and then. Um, try and capitalise if they, if they uh, stray too short or slightly too full. But as I say, uh, my defensive game, I've been trying to uh, trying to work hard on that because buying a three is a completely different kettle of fish than, than coming in at six and seven because you've got guys that have got a fresh new ball, a fresh body, a fresh pitch, and you've got to um, become accustomed to the uh, conditions that are out there in the middle. Is it a challenge you're liking? Um, of course, you've got to relish the challenges. It's like... Uh, when, when someone puts an opportunity in and a challenge in front of you, you've got to enjoy it because at the end of the day, that's what, that's what we're made up of. Uh, that's what, when you, when you come through the challenges and the battles that you have all the way through your career, you, you, find, out who, uh, you find out who has the challenges and rise into them. On the subject to the end of the day, you had the gloves on again and the <laughs> ball was nestling nicely into them, I thought. After the first few balls, it might have been, yeah. First couple, uh, first couple was um, just trying to get, get the old rhythm back and... Um, and look, I just said we had a bit of a laugh about it. I tripped myself up at the far end and couldn't find, I thought I had two left feet. And um, yeah, look, it is, it's, it's good fun. I mean, you've got, to, you've got to look at it as that, but obviously, um, hopefully, if folks he's bash on the hand, uh, he's all right. And uh, I'm sure he'll be fine tomorrow. As far as I know, it's just a bruise. But that must be difficult for you, Johnny, because mentally you, 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 you're batting at three, right? That's your job. You come into this test match, but suddenly then with an injury to Ben Fawkes and knock on the, the, the hand, you then have to suddenly switch on and go into wicketkeeping mode. That must be very, very difficult. Yeah, it's, um, it's not something that um, is necessarily the easiest because obviously then potentially who knows what tomorrow is going to do, who knows um, how folks' hand is going to be tomorrow, but then it, it pulls up a different challenge because if you're keeping and then you have to run off to get your pads on to then get your keeping pads off to put your batting pads on, then might have to give Kumar a ring to see what that's <laughs> see what that's like. And um, stamina, come on, Johnny, stamina, stamina. Uh, don't worry, I've been doing my running. I've been dropping my fats like Matty P. <laughs> so just tell us about the evening session because um, you know the guys got the ball past the bat so much uh, that it must have been almost beyond frustrating. It was frustrating. I thought they the played really well. Uh, sorry, I thought we bowled really well. Uh, there were a few loose drives that we enticed them into. Uh, there was um, a period in which Brody got the ball moving nicely away from the left-hander and kept him on strike for a long time uh, to have faced 70-odd balls and only score 16 and then to be... 30 off 21 overs is a, is a testament to the way that uh, the way that our guys have bowled. Do you know the pitch, Johnny? When we look at Barbados and we saw and then on the second day, he had that little bit of extra bounce from that length. Is it very similar in that respect? Because you found that little one just going there. Um, I think time will tell on it. I don't know at this moment in time. There's indentations in the pitch, and we don't know how that they're going to uh, they're going to change overnight and change throughout another day's sun on it tomorrow. If they harden up, then. There might be a bit of inconsistent bounce. Um, we were slightly surprised when we saw so much grass on, on the pitch when we turned up, to be quite honest. Um, and look, they won the toss on a different day. We bowl first and, and potentially we, we exploit the conditions that they had. And 
uh, it's, it's a different day. But look, we scrapped well to get up to uh, the total that we did. 187 is not ideal, but uh, with them being 30 for non overnight, we definitely feel that we can take early wickets. And we've seen how um, how well our bowlers can bowl. And look at a different day, uh, we can be three down overnight. Great, Johnny. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Great. Thanks, Johnny. Well done. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. A lot can happen in 3 years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Um, and a handshake and a hug now between Kimar Roach and Johnny Bairstow. Kimar looking resplendent in the blue, the pale blue West Indies <laughs> tracksuit. Um, you look fresh as a daisy. No one would think you'd bowled any overs today. Uh, a lot of overs still. Uh, 15 under the belt. It's still a tough day. but And, and actually, a, a good rhythm, I thought. Yeah, I was in fantastic rhythm today. Um, I thought it, it felt better from the top end um, to the middle centre end. But, you know, some days we feel like that. Next days it's pretty tough. So today I'm very happy with the performance for the guys. Uh, it was a good toss to win. Yeah, it was a tough toss to win. Um, we, we, we went... Um, the bank up on the last game against Bangladesh, where they had scale up for 44. So I think in the, the wicket is pretty slow to start, and it quickens up a little bit, and it offers a little bit more variation. So I think bowling for it was the best idea. I think obviously it's great watching someone, a fast bowler, when he's bowling well, he's at the top of the game. And there's no better feeling when you stood at the end of the mark, and you're confident that you're going to take wickets every time you go out there. And you look like that man at the moment. Yeah, right now, yeah, today it was amazing. Um, I think it's, it's good form coming from Barbados game as well. I think it was in good rhythm all through. I've been training very hard, doing a lot of running. So right now, I'm very confident in my game. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy. Yeah, you look slim, you look fit, you look ready. You know, you're, you're on it, I'd say. <laughs> um, as, you, as are your fellow bowlers, great thing to have a four-man attack firing. Uh, it's a sort of a historical thing with West Indies cricket, but it, it look, it, it, it's as if you can... What's the word? You can dominate with skill, but also intimidate. Yeah, yeah, obviously, um, the guys have been doing very well for the last year and a half, two years. Um, Shannon, Jason, myself, and Azari came back into the fort now. I think he's, he's, he's learning very fast, and he has a lot of future for the West Indies. So right now, the guys are firing, and 
we're going to continue to, to fire as much as we can. But guys, how well did they bat tonight, unbeaten at the close? Yeah, I thought Anderson and Broad came at them pretty hard this evening. I think that was a quality spell from both of the guys. And I think Craig and, and John, they, they battled it out as hard as possible. I'm, I'm really proud of the guys. Obviously tomorrow, first hour, important. Big and then yeah. and then we go again. And Kiba, you know the pitch. I mean, what does it tend to do here? Does it tend to quicken up? Does it, will it quicken up like Barbados originally and then go flat? Or will mm. it just have a little bit in it for the bowl of the old match? Yeah, it usually quickens up on the second day, um, into the third day. But it flattens out on the third to fourth, fifth day. Yeah, so I think right now it's crucial for us, obviously, to get stuck in and obviously put a good total on the board. And then go out of, out, of, out of English again in the second innings. Let's be honest, if you were offered this position at the start of the day, you'd have taken it. Definitely. Uh, Born in England out on the first day, obviously, and being without loss at the end of the day is amazing. It's a good start for the second test match. Great, great to chat. Thanks for coming over. Yeah. Good to see you too. Happy smiling face of uh, Kemar Roach, generously spirited man. Um, well, we're winding up now. We come to the end of a day in which England have been bowled out for 187. Runs made by Johnny Bairstow, by uh, Ben Folks, and uh, by Moen Ali. Made a, a very important 60, actually, Moen, in fairness to him. And then West Indies replying 30 for no wicket. They took 21 overs to get those 30 runs. So, you know, it's been hard graft for all the batsmen today. It's been a, a, a bowler's day. It's a day that is being led pretty convincingly by West Indies. So, Goffey, my big question to you is, can England get back into this match? They have to win this test match, <laughs> lose this test match, and the series is gone. Well, we need a good day tomorrow. Um, I'm excited about tomorrow because England have to come out fighting. And, and like I said today, that easier could have been 30 for three, 30 for four. I thought Curran, Anderson and Broad were magnificent. We have to come out tomorrow. You've just heard Kimar has just said, even going to be quicker tomorrow, it could quicken up, that will favour the England bowlers on here obviously because if it's going to bounce off a length it will definitely favour with the slips in place but we need a massive, we need a massive day Mark don't we basically, we, we need to bowl them out before tea otherwise it's going to be a very difficult for us uh, to come back into this series. Just, I'm just trying to think that through, so say we would have, say England would have bowled West Indies out by by T, say for another 170, so they'd have 200. That would be. Yep. I, I, I'm not sure that it couldn't. We, we, we couldn't. Would, would you set off a bowling amount in the day? Say 250 run to 280. That would be a lead of a lead of just over 90. I think that's too hard to deal no, with. No, no. I, I, I think on this pitch, and it all depends on what actually happens. I can't see it because it starts so soft. I think it's going to get harder and harder to bat on. I really do. So I think the the scores really after this next thing. If England can bowl them out for less than 187, it would be a remarkable performance. But I think after that, I think the scores are going to get lower and lower uh, going forward in this match. So tomorrow it's a big day. But you're right, Mark. If they could be 70, if we, they get a 70 lead, it's not so bad. England are still in it. Okay, right, so a reminder of what's happened today. Jason Holder won the toss and on a fresh looking surface, uh, he put England into bat. There were problems all the way through. Only a period really with the Moen Ali and Ben Folks together did England look as if they could drag the situation back. Then a mini collapse at the end meant that England were bowled out for 187. In reply, West Indies, 30 for no wicket. The ball flew past the bat, but England just couldn't take a trick. That really has been the story of the first day here in Antigua. We hope you've enjoyed our coverage. As we say goodbye, we revert to a look back at what has been a fascinating day's cricket. Here is Kimar Roach, then first delivery and uh, Burns. Oh, plays it! Oh, for the bottom edge. That one bounced. 
goodness me, well, that set the tone, hasn't it? Here is Roach once again, Bold. Edge gone! Holder takes the catch, a second slip. Rory Burns has gone. Here's, oh, that one has popped up into the shoulder of the bat. And what a catch! Roach once again, and there's a big appeal for leg before wicket. Huge appeal, Roach is on his knees. And they've referred it. And hitting the wickets. Your original decision was not out, so you'll be re- overturning that to out. And Johnny Basto is LBW in the first over after lunch. Gabriel the sketch. Ben Stokes has gone now. Chase in. Mayan Ali has smashed it out towards extra cover for four. Perhaps we lost in Chase coming into the attack. It's time for Moyn Ali to think, oh, hang on a minute here. Let's get on with it. Chase. In. Moen Ali slog sweep out on the uh, left hand side and it has gone all the way for six. That is the 150 up for England. Bowler is Elzari Joseph and it's cut away by Ben Fox for four. Yeah, it's a good shot by, by Ben Fox and a 50 partnership as well. Bowler again, uh, Moen Ali cuts. 50 for Moen Ali. Innings that is massively important for England's cause. This is a massive innings, not only for Moen Ali, a huge innings for England in the context of this game. Kirtley Ambrose stand. Moen Ali drives in the air and it's chipped it straight up to Shannon Gabriel at mid-on. Oh no! Oh Ben, he's gone to play that hook again. It certainly hit his gloves and went down onto the stumps. Gabriel to complete the over. Anderson bowled! He backed away, tried to carve it and England's innings is all over. Bowled out for a it looks like Johnny Bairstow has got the gloves. Ben Folks received a bruise to the hand during his dismissal. Campbell goes to play a sweep shot, a little lap sweep. You are kidding? Against Stuart Broad? I, I literally don't know what to say about that shot. LBW appeal, Sam Curran swings it back into Craig Brathwaite. Oh, he's gone for it. He's gone for the review, Joe Root. No ball for yeah, me. He's definitely got nothing behind the line there. Yeah. I think this is England's yeah, theatre. Just no ball. from bad to worse. Everything that could possibly go wrong for England is going wrong. Around the wicket now for the last ball of the A over. And the day of John Campbell leaves it alone. They haven't lost a wicket to reach 30 without loss. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.